I'm the family of grace. Welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. And today's Wonder Chapter is Deuteronomy Chapter 14. As we listen to the word of prayer, my slave, we're going to thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I thank you for the gift of protection and for being there where we have gone wrong. In our thoughts, in our words, in what we have done and what we have failed to do, we pray that may you forgive us, may you find your your heavenly heart to forgive us send in your holy spirit to come and guide us and be with us in whatever that we do build this believing and trusting in your mighty name that of your son jesus christ who strengthens us amen one chapter 14 and it is one of the chapters will be a short one let's kick off between chapter 14 clean and unclean food you are the children of the lord your god do not cut yourselves or shave the front of your heads for the dead. For you are a people holy to the Lord. Out of all the peoples on the face of the earth, the Lord has chosen you to be his treasured possession. Do not eat any detestable thing. These are the animals you may eat. The ox, the sheep, the goat, the deer, the gazo, the roe deer, the wild goat, the ibex, the antelope, and the mountain sheep. You may eat any animal that has divided hoof and that chews cud. However, of those that chew the cud or that have a divided hoof, you may not eat the camel, the rabbit, or the hyrax. Although they chew cud, they do not have a divided hoof. They are ceremonially unclean for you. The pig is also unclean, although it has a divided hoof. It does not chew the cud. You are not to eat their meat or touch their carcasses. Of all the creatures living in the water, you may eat all that has fins and scales, but anything that does not have a fin or a scale, you may not eat. For, for you, it is unclean. You may eat any bird, but those you may not eat the eagle, the vulture, the black vulture, the red kite, the black kite, any kind of falcon, any kind of raven, the horned owl, the scratch hole, the gull, any kind of hawk, the little owl, the great owl, the white owl, the desert owl, the osprey, the comrade, the stork, any kind of heron, the hope and the bird. All flying insects are unclean to you, do not eat them, but any winged creature that is clean you may eat. Do not eat anything you find already dead. You may give it to a foreigner instead of residing in any of your towns, and they may eat it, or you may sell it to another foreigner, but you are people holy to the Lord your God. Do not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. Be sure to set aside a tenth of all your fields produced each year. Eat the tithe of your grain, new wine, and olive oil, and the firstborn of your herd and flocks in the presence of the Lord your God at the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name, so that you may learn to revere the Lord your God always. But if that place is too distant and you have been blessed by the Lord your God, and cannot carry a tithe, because the place the Lord will choose to put his name is so far. Then exchange your tithe for silver, and take the silver with you, and go to the place the Lord your God will choose. Use the silver to buy whatever you like, cattle, sheep, wine, or other fermented drink, or anything you wish. 
then you and your household shall eat there in the presence of the Lord your God. Do not neglect the Levites living in your towns, for they have no atonement or inheritance of their own. At the end of every three years, bring all the tithe of that year's produce and store it in your towns, so that the Levites who have no atonement or inheritance of their own and the foreigners, the fatherless and the widows who come in your towns may come and eat and be satisfied so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the works of your hand. And that is our one chapter for today. I think I have two or three of four things that I want us to really pick. The first one comes from verse one. You are children of the Lord your God. Do not cut yourselves or shave the front of your heads for the dead. What I really want us to pick key is you are children of the Lord your God. Like that's the first message that I really want us to pick. And I want that to sink in. So many times as Christians, especially in this modern generation, we are troubled by identity issues. We do not know where we belong. We do not know whom we are. You know, someone will be like, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm God's child. But what reflects, that's a question, what shows that you are God's child? There are some things that you can do and, and everyone is like, really? Is this God's child? You know? But today, the Bible is telling us that we ought to reflect our image as God's children. When you look at yourself in the mirror, can you really say, I am a child of God? And so many times the enemy will try to convince you, I don't know. Either way, but you always remember at the end of the day that you are a child of God. And once you know that you are a child of God, then you remember that no matter what you do as a father, he will always welcome you back in his arms. So never feel ashamed, never feel embarrassed, never feel so, I don't know. Come back to your father never because he loves you regardless. But I'm not saying that should not be your gateway to continue sinning and all that. No, he loves you, and that's why sometimes he will punish you, he will discipline you. And you do what's contrary, but when you get to your knees and then you come back, he will listen. Why? Because he loves you. And verse 2, let's, let's go to verse 2. For you are people holy to the Lord your God. Out of all the peoples on the face of the earth, the Lord has chosen you to be his treasured possession. Let that sink deep. Out of all the people on the earth. You, 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 you. The Lord decided to create you in his own image. And he did not stop there. And he chose you. He did not just choose you to be his possession. He chose you to be his treasured. Treasured possession. 
that the Lord runs mad for you. Let, I don't know, doesn't that just move you? That you have someone who thinks of you even when you think no one is thinking of you. That you have someone who is looking at you even when you think that no one is looking at you. That you have someone to run to and cry when everyone does not seem to be understanding your tears. You are the people of the Lord. And not just about you are holy people. You are the Lord's treasured possession. Let's skip to verse 22. Be sure to set aside a tenth of all in that your fields produce each year. Be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your fields produce each year. Give to God what belongs to God. Thanksgiving. That if God has blessed you, if God has put you somewhere, give tithe. It's a way of thanking God. You can tithe almost anything. If you really feel that you are so down, you can even tithe your time to God. You can be like on top of the normal time that I want to set with you, Lord. On top of the other time that I want to set with you, Lord. Please <clears throat> take this extra. Take this because I have nothing. But the Lord will always put you somewhere. That's what you should always remember. And that's what you should always not forget. So many times when the Lord gives it us, so like when the Lord gives us everything that we desire, when the Lord puts us somewhere, we tend to forget where he picked us from. We tend to forget the Papa. We tend to completely ignore. But today we are being reminded that we have to set aside for the Lord. A tenth. It's not too much. 0 0.1. One out of ten. Don't be selfish. Don't be. Because once you acknowledge your source of where everything is coming from, once you give to it motivates him to give you more. And lastly, from verse 29, so, the Lev so that the Levites who have no atonement or inheritance of their own, and the foreigners, and the fatherless, and the widows, who live in your town may have may come and eat and be satisfied, so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the works of your hands. Lord is telling us that we have to be courteous, be good to the needy. We have to be self. We don't have to be selfish. We have to be selfless. That's the word. Because when you provide for those that do not have, then the Bible says that the Lord will bless the work of your hands. And all of us want the works of our hands to be blessed. Not so. Then let us bless other people. Those who are not in the position that you are in. Those who are not capable. Because of one thing or another. Bless them. 
help people. No one is too poor to give. No. Get some time. Read between me chapter 14. What do you get? What do you internalize from it? Sit down. Read it. You can write to us. DailyGraceWithAlan at Yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter. DailyGraceWithAlan. We really love to hear from you. The Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. We might love God and thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. May you send in your Holy Spirit to come and guide us, to come and be with us where we have gone wrong in our actions, in our words, not we have done what we have called to do. Almighty Father, pray that may you forgive us and may you have mercy on us and may you showing us the direct path and the way to your glory. Proudest believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.